This is the Black TV Show Podcast, hosted by Miriam Temeskin. Hello, welcome back to the Black TV Show's podcast. My name is Miriam, I'm your host, and I'm back with Shawnee. How are you doing? Hey, I'm well. Uh, I've been busy, but all has been well. How have you been? Uh, Busy, (laughs) same with you. Um, I just wrapped uh, a movie uh, with Madison Bailey, who is on, I think the show is Outer Banks on Netflix, and then the other co-star, Antonio, I don't know what her last name is, or Antonia something, but she's on Gina and Georgina, the other Netflix show. So I just wrapped a movie with them. Yeah, you probably were like, I don't know who these people are. Yeah, I, I've lost all connection with Disney for the most part. Like, yeah. thank you, Disney Plus, for your existence because I've totally disconnected with the Disney Channel, Disney Junior. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who these new people are. I think I might have fell off. Um, round about the live and Maddie era. Like, yeah. uh, if, if I were to put a, a year on it, maybe 2007-ish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen, I've never seen Outer Banks. I've never seen Gina and Georgina. The, the, these are two Netflix shows. I've never seen them, but apparently they're, they're big shows. I didn't know that. I, I realized that um, afterwards, you know, you know, when Madison, she got... Like she was, we were filming one day, and all of a sudden there were fans outside, uh, like waiting for her to take photos. I was like, "Oh, she's big deal." I didn't know who she was, <laughs> but she's like, like they're both famous, lovely. famous." Yeah, they're, but they're both lovely women, and I can't wait for the movie to come out next year. It, it looks, it looked really good. The way that um, the director that I worked with, how she directed it, it was, it looked amazing, and I can't wait to see it. It should come out hopefully next year, spring, summertime. And then now I jumped onto another movie that hopefully will come out next year and I'll talk about it when it comes out next year. But, uh, but yeah, just busy working. <laughs> That's how I've been. Okay. So we're going to get into uh, today. We're going to be talking about the Cosby show, the bald and the beautiful season three, yes. episode 23. Um, this episode aired April 9th, uh, 1987. We're getting close to the end of the season. Um, which is, it's a really great season though. I, I, I would think, right? What do we do? Yeah, it was uh, filled with a lot of adventure. Uh, and when I say adventure, I mean like there's a lot of interesting events that take place this season. Um, there are some faces that we, that we begin to recognize um, from later in life or um, sometimes later in, in later seasons. Um, people who might have recurring roles, but we, we're also witnessing characters evolve. And this is a good turning point, actually, um, because it has, like, this, these last episodes lead into literally the midway point of the show itself. And I guess this would be the, I guess the climax, if you will. It um, is. I think this is the, not the second last, but I think the third last episode, I believe. Um, and then, 
because I know the final episode is Hillman when they actually go to Hillman. Yeah, they have one more episode after this, which is I funny. love that episode. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. That episode is breathtaking. Like, I could cry. Oh. I won't, but <laughs> like that so that moment it? is regal enough for Especially that. Especially when Felicia sings at, during with the choir, it's just <sighs> amazing. <laughs> Every time that's that choir sings. So like, so because I am musically inclined and I've sang in various spaces, I'm the type of person um I listen to music for every aspect of it. So I can hear a song and listen to it for the beat, or I can listen to it for the lyrics, or um I might notice a note that was sang or played that somebody else might not have noticed. And I can mimic it right away. Um, I can harmonize with things sometimes quickly, depending on what it is. Because I, I can hear something else, and then like people who are more advanced than me hear something that's totally different, and I'm like, "Oops, my bad." But yeah, and whenever I hear that song, I'm always following along with the choir and singing along with her. And oh man, but. Oh my god! Okay. It's, it's <laughs> I got you. It's else. lovely. <laughs> yes. So, so before we get to that episode, this episode is "Bold and the Beautiful," which is uh, about Cliff's longtime friend uh, flies in from Chicago for a visit. Um, yes. By the way, I didn't know this. You know, I've seen this episode like a million times, but I didn't realize the guy that plays Scott Kelly actually was in a show called "I Spy" with Bill Cosby. Did you know that? <laughs> No, I've, I've never seen. I, I know of the. I I've watched I Spy like on one of those channel surfing days, mm-hmm. but I did not know that Scott Kelly was on that show. Yeah, uh, so I, I I didn't realize that. It, um, so it was like their way of reuniting. Um, they both. Um, they end up, I, I'll probably say it later on, but uh, they also, he also joins on to the show Cosby for like one episode as a guest star. I've never seen Cosby. Have you seen that? Because I haven't. Are you talking about the show that launched after the Cosby yeah. show? Yeah. Ended? Yes, I have seen that show. Yeah, so um, apparently he guest starred on there too. <laughs> so, mm. Like for one episode. See, I was watching it on Prime until they snatched it away. Well, when I say snatched it away, I mean I was watching it for free on Prime, <laughs> and then they said you have to pay for it, and it's not my Prime, so I couldn't finish watching it. But it was interesting to watch. Um, that's a groovy theme song. If anybody, if you ever come across it, I think you can come across it on YouTube. Um, one channel that I know is called Rare Gems. They. They have shows on there that people who grew up in the 80s might have forgotten about. Um, there's a show on there called Where I Live with Dougie Doug as the main character. Um, Flex Washington was actually on there. Oh, wow. Um, the girl that plays uh, Letitia on one of the episodes of The Cosby Show, uh, she has the real slick hair. She's tall, skinny. Um, 
Her Vanessa. mom hit on Theo. No, I was gonna say Vanessa Williams. So this is this is round about the time uh, Theo is a counselor at the uh, so like season eight ish. Oh, I, I can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah, her name was Letitia. She was the one that was like she was in Stanley's class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, she ended I up live. Episode. Yeah, right. She is also on that show where I live. Um, there's a uh, if you watch Orange Is the New Black. She played the character of V, oh. um, the one who was connected with Tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays the mom on that show. Then uh, the doc, Dr. Harmon on the Cosby show, he played Piton. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah, I know yes, who he is. He's the father on that show. Oh, damn. That, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it's lit. Um, then there's a show called Out All Night that featured Patty LaBelle. Yeah, I think um, I've she, seen like she was a main that. character. Yeah. Um, a show called Sparks with uh, Miguel Nunez. Um, you can catch some episodes of Thea on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is that other show? Yeah, it, it's a lot of shows on there that they have. So, oh, for your love, the show with uh. The, not Vivica, Lord. Holly Robinson Pete, Tamala Jones. Um uh, I think his name is Adafe something or other. Uh his face is is in my head, but I can't think of anything else that he was on. Um but it it's it, it's a gem for real. Like I I Whoever runs that YouTube channel, and you, if you happen to come across this episode of this podcast, thank you, thank you, and thank you, because <laughs> you are what I need in my life. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into this episode. So we start off with, you know, Cliff comes to the living room, it's like noisy with the TV on, because, you know, that's how we are, you know, as teenagers, you just leave the TV blasting out. Uh, loud and then uh, he turns off the TV where he doesn't turn off he changes it to a channel that talks about the heart um, because you know he's a doctor he's into it yeah Um, and you know he's very into it and then Claire comes in and being like can you turn that off like I have something to say and he's like no because I'm a you know I'm a doctor I I, 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 this is what I do for a living (laughs) Mm -hmm. what do you think about it (laughs) Uh, you know I've been in situations where I would have something on the TV and then I'll come back to what was not on the TV. Um, but I'm also told that sometimes I I monopolize the TV. So it serves me right sometimes. What do you mean? But that? I'm always watching TV and then when I'm out when I'm watching the TV, I'm watching all the old stuff. Oh, so, yeah. Um, and then with my mom, sometimes, too, uh, I could be watching something that she considers crazy. And then she'll be all like, why is something else to watch? It's crazy. <laughs> um, but uh, I can imagine that Claire was just like, yeah, I'm about to get this food. I'm about to sit down. I'm about to watch my program. And then... She comes out and is like, oh, hey, babe. I didn't know you was back. What you watched in there? 
oh, the program on the heart. Yeah. Sounds like something that you've made me watch before. I get the feeling that like Claire has tried to insert herself into her husband's spaces because, you know, give or take, compromise, marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and between the both of them with their various various careers, with their respective careers, one might not be interested in the other and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Totally understand that. So, like, I can imagine, like, if she's watching court all the time, then he could be oh, yeah, like, court TV. Because <laughs> oh, you know, even even with me, like, I like to watch a good court show every now and again. Judge Mathis is funny, um, and then I like that married couple uh, who are judges. But sometimes, like. All right, I'm trying to change channel. I can't do this anymore. This is too much. And you know, with 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 each episode, the case gets crazier. So <laughs> I can totally understand, you know. But it, it was just like she was fixed on this program. Mm-hmm. Well, and Claire, he just, Claire had something to say. He, you know, she has to say like the reason why she's like, I can we turn this off because. Their friend Scott Kelly and Jill Kelly, I guess, um, they're coming over oh, right. for dinner. Right. Yeah. That uh, too. And then he's like, "No, I'm, I'm watching this. I'm a doctor." <laughs> but sweetheart, I got something to say. Now, if you would have said to me, "Hey, sweetheart, got something to say to you," then and she said, "No," you know, and I say, "No," then it's like, "But dear, this is important." something you need to know yeah come on now but they're cute i like it yeah so their friends uh, the 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 friend is from the navy because we know that cliff is from the navy and anyways so we learned that they're coming to new york for dinner and they're gonna meet them tonight and they, scott and jill will be paying for dinner so you know cliff is happy um and uh so you know claire leaves and the doorbell rings and it's Cockroach. And he has this career opportunity uh, for him and Theo. And um, and it will make them rich and famous. And, you know, Cliff asks, like, is this going to do any damage to, like, anybody's body? Like, um, mm-hmm. he starts asking, like, a, a few questions there. But he's like, no. Yeah, he said, uh, is it legal? Um, is it going to do any damage to anybody's face? And uh, do I got to dip it to my pocket to support it? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. So no, no, no. So we're good to go for this. Um, and so Cliff was like, okay, go ahead and go talk to Theo. Even though like he kind of wanted Theo to study. He's like, okay, fine. You can, you can go talk to him. And so Cockroach goes to Theo's room and says, I have this career opportunity for us to be in the next rock video for the mannequins. I don't know if that's, is that a real band? I don't, I don't think so, right? I doubt it. Um, you know, some, sometimes these shows, they can either come up with names um, of bands that could be like adjacent to some, a band that's real. So I don't know, like, I, what would be a band that would be like I'm not into hot. rock. 
I'm not into rock, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> and especially the 80s. You know, <laughs> you know, if it's like some Aerosmith type, of, I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it could be, it could be not. Um, not really sure if like, it's just like, uh, everybody's in a brand new dance Apparently that's an actual song. Did you know that? <laughs> I think I did know that it's a real song. I didn't. I didn't know that until um, I saw a video. Um, I don't think it was Debbie Allen, but like her castmates from Grey's Anatomy was actually dancing to the song, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I think she might have. She might have um, choreographed a flash mob or something. I don't. I don't know, but I, I. I didn't realize it was actually a real song. I didn't know. I thought it was just made for the the show. I didn't know. They had a song prior to that. Um, yeah. But anyways, uh, you know, Cockroach says that, you know, uh, they have two requirements in order to be in this video. You have to look good, which apparently they both look good. <laughs> apparently. I didn't, I didn't know. You, you can't I, tell them otherwise. Yeah. And then the second requirement, shave your head. And for me, you know, what's weird is I've always wanted to shave my head off. I've always do. I just have never done it. <laughs> Um, and I don't know when I'll ever do it because just because if I shave my head, it has to be at a time where like my life is like stable, you know, um, and right now yeah. my life is all over the place. But um, to for a guy, it's I feel like it's OK to shave your head completely because your hair will grow up, grow within two months. You know what I mean? Um, but for that them, depends on how you look, <laughs> because some people. Mm, some some people just don't look good look better yeah um other people have to grow you have to grow to like it um and then depending on how you shave it because like some people they just shave down to like you know the very baby part of the follicle yeah other people just go all in and go straight for the bowling ball yeah so the bowling ball doesn't always work for people, you know. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it worked for people like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, who's that other one that went ball? Barkley. You know, worked out for those two. But other people, you know, it's a give and take <laughs> type of situation. You, you got to take it case by case. Yeah. That's um, what you got to do. And Theo <clears throat> just doesn't know think he'll look good with his with his headshot that's all he thinks he's and like I agree. I, um and you know cockroach says it pays a hundred dollars i don't know if i would shave my head completely off for a hundred dollars that's a little too cheap for me you know maybe if it's a million dollars then that's a different story <laughs> you know because i was sitting there watching and i was like for a hundred dollars but then i think about it i'm 16 and it's the 80s I guess, yeah, $100 is a lot. Uh, $100 might seem like a lot because imagine what he could have got for $100 mm-hmm. back then yeah. versus now. I could walk in the Foot Locker and $100 would be my subtotal. You know, like, I... <laughs> oh, that's so, that's a history lesson. That's inflation. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Um... <laughs> So then Theo was like, maybe let's talk to our parents about it. Um, and like, you know, Cockroach was like, they already tell us to get a haircut um, and also to get money. So we're doing both, you know, we're doing it at the same time. 
Um, and so Theo was like, okay, well, let me finish studying and then, you know, we'll deal with this afterwards because he has a date with Lana. Um, and Theo explains to Cockroach, like, because Cockroach is like, why are you studying on a Saturday? And uh, Theo's like, well, I just go over the material before Lana comes. And when Lana comes, I impress her by, you know, what I know. And Cockroach was like, I should do that. And I'm like, what? That is actually clever. Um, if I dated a guy and I knew that that's what he did, you know, that that's low-key romantic. Yeah, but it's just it's just <laughs> funny that like cockroach didn't think of doing it. Wait, wait, wait. Why did you think of that to begin with? Like, so so you just purposely don't stop. All right, I can't I can't go down that road because I was a lazy high school student, <laughs> uh, and I did not think of you know having a boy as my motivation mm. to to get the work done. I got it done though, but yeah. So I just uh, while we were talking, I would, I was like I was curious about the hundred dollars, what it would be today. So I looked on Google and it says $100 in 1987 is equivalent in purchasing power is about $240.32 today. So that's still not a lot of money. <laughs> it's it's still not, but it's still how you, what you do with it. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> he could have went to the Circus Burger. <laughs> yes. He could have got a little basic shirt, pants. Um, maybe an album. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That, that depends on, on, you know, where he went, how much stuff costed, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. And so, and then, so Cockroach leave, uh, leaves and we notice that like Theo just second looks like he's like, like he touches his hair. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if I should lose the hair. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then Vanessa, we, we cut to the kitchen and Vanessa comes home and she asks if she got any uh, phone messages and Rudy was like yeah you got one from a boy but she like forgot the whole right. info but like later on she remembers the message for Claire like, for, yeah <laughs> and Vanessa was like well how can you remember her message and not mine and I'm like baby you know mom <laughs> like there was probably a consequence mm-hmm. for Rudy if she did not properly take the message. Yeah. I mean, well, no, actually, no. I'm not going to say that because Cliff and Claire were understanding parents and Rudy was like five. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there might have still been like some sort of soft reprimand Yeah, that Rudy probably did not want. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I, I and I was I also love when she explains the phone one of the the phone message from Scott Kelly. She, he he she quotes him being like, "Be there or be squared." I, I I always say that a lot to people. I'm like, "Be there or be squared." If you don't want to like be there, you know. Uh, I've been I've been known to use that too. <laughs> Trying to be comedically corny. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's um, funny. It's cute. And so we uh, cut to the Golden Palm restaurant um, and uh, they asked the, the, what do you call the person at the, 
is it the waiter no the the host the host i don't know why i couldn't think of the word the host for their table and apparently uh scott and jill canceled because they came in late and they're like what why Mm -hmm. didn't they tell us and then all of a sudden they played a joke on them um and jill was like it's all scott's idea it's not uh, it's not my idea um and uh they get seated to their table and of course they start talking about their kids as if they are amazing kids that they're doing amazing things like straight <laughs> medical school noble noble new noble peace and ambassador <laughs> I aspire to unlock that level of adulthood. <laughs> like it's it's so cute. It's so funny. I I kind of do it now. Like at work, I'm always clowning with my coworkers. Um, like I'll tell them something as if it's like an emergency, or I'll do it like dramatically or like like it's a secret. So. Um, Recently, I went to one of my coworkers and I was like, I was like, hey, um, I just I just need to let you know, I woke up, passed it on. And they'll be like, Shani. <laughs> or they'll be like, you're silly, you're hilarious. Like, I'm always doing something. Um, and to see them interact that way is really I, I like I love to see it because like that's it, it, a good element of friendship um and especially after it's it's been clear that you haven't seen each other in so long like I can just imagine how full a person would feel being with their longtime friend because even earlier in the episode Claire mentioned that Cliff is the godfather to his daughter. Oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, and that that's a, a, a different kind of love. That's a different mm-hmm. kind of relationship. You know, and that's a different kind of friendship. That's, mm-hmm. that's that I trust you friendship. Yeah. yeah. That literally is saying, should something happen to me, I entrust you mm-hmm. to raise my kid. In a manner that you know would be proper mm-hmm. to raise the kid. Yeah. That's literally ultimate trust. Like, you don't even need a trust fall. That's the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that, that conversation ends, and we are back at the house uh, with Theo and Lana studying. And I usually don't pay attention to what they're talking about in terms of studying wise, but I noticed they were talking about Charlemagne. And when I heard that, I was like, what? Are they talking about Charlemagne, the God from the Breakfast Club? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I forgot that right? he, got, he must have gotten that name from something else. And apparently there's a Char, like a Charlemagne. Charlemagne in history. Yeah, I don't know what um, that, I, I, I want to say. He was a warrior or he was a king or something. And, um, he he ruled a war. Hold on, let me do a little googling because I knew this. Charlemagne. This must have been like American history, right? Yes, King of the Franks. Okay, Charlemagne or Charles the Great, numbered Charles the First, was the King of Franks 
from 768, the King of Lombards from 774, and Emperor of the Romans from 1800. During the early Middle Ages, Charlemagne united the majority of Western and Central Europe. Hmm. And then they say he's most famous. I guess for, for being a ruler. Hmm. He had an empire. Okay, rich guy. Wow. So that's what uh, Theo and Lana are studying. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so then also Theo tells Lana that he's going to shave his head for this rock video. Um, and Lana's like, you have beautiful hair, like, and you don't know what's under your scalp. And then she starts feeling her, his scalp with like, oh, I think you have a dent and a bump right next to it. <laughs> oh my God. So like, I like this part too, because, you know, Lana doesn't really talk much. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lana, the character strikes me as a quiet person already. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't want to. I want to say she's a simple girl, but not like with the negative negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't do much to she she doesn't try to like draw attention to herself. She doesn't try to throw herself at Theo. It's really clear that she likes Theo, and she genuinely likes Theo, and so she shows more of her personality. We'll see in early episodes earlier episodes that um, she even interacts with uh, Rudy and Vanessa, um, Denise, you know, so she's, you know, a regular. And I like, I like seeing that side of her personality, but seeing that part too was really, really hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's something special about, about that moment that I really like. And she lets him do it anyways, but like, like feels like, I'm about to do it. I'm going to do it. And like, she, while he's going up the stairs, like, I'm going to do it. And and she's just like, she kind of wants to like, pull him back and be like, don't do it. Right. <laughs> like she, she wants to tell him like, Theo, please don't do it. But she wants to also remain neutral. Yeah. And she was just supportive. She even said to him like, it's your decision, mm-hmm. you know? And, and he even said, I'll be right back. And she was going to wait, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she, and she, even she was just sitting there like, oh, I don't know. And I, I can only imagine being in that, uh, in that predicament, like, am I a good friend for letting him go ahead and do this? Or am I a bad friend for not stopping him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's uh purgatory. Ew. Yeah. So that's the end of Act One and goes into Act Two. And Lana is she's still in the same spot that when Theo went up the stairs. And all of a sudden, Cockroach uh, is at the door. You know, like he's frantically like, "Where's Theo? I need to see him." You know, <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. like, so he like runs up, Frantic. Like, Theo, Theo. You know, like very loud and. He talks with you and be like, I've been trying to call you, but your phone has been like hung up for an hour. And we know it's because Vanessa is, you know, always on the phone. Um, And uh, we found out that uh, they're not going to be in this music video because there were a hundred other guys with shaved heads 
uh, already there, which makes so- totally sense. I feel like that's so common. <laughs> There's ever like a cast. Exactly. <laughs> it, it always happens that way. Yeah. It's always like you get revved up to do this idea and then everybody else has this idea and then you luck out. Mm-hmm. Like on one hand, it's like, oh, the other hand is like, now you know. Yeah. You you should know better. Yeah. And uh and so Cockroach was like cuz apparently there is the, the reason why they even got this opportunity was cuz the casting direct uh, assistant asked him to do it. And so mm-hmm. he went to the assistant and be like, "You told me I was going to be in this video and I did what you told me to do." And the assistant just gave him $50 just for showing up. And he was like, "What? $50?" And then all of a sudden Cockroach was like, "Yeah, but look at this this sculpt i still have to live with this for well like maybe for like uh for like two months though a few yeah 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 a a few weeks to a couple months yeah yeah um and so uh oh, oh sorry and so then um theo's laughing and then vanessa comes in to ask a question all of a sudden she comes in and sees what's going on she's like she just goes like oh, she dies attack. laughing <laughs> i feel like oh like, man i feel like it's her organically like you know like you know a lot of people that work on like a sitcom i feel like it's a very laughter but like when you forget your lines you start laughing a lot um i feel like that yeah. could be organic like she wasn't acting when she did that <laughs> yeah i think i think it's like uh like you expect that this is going to happen mm-hmm. but for it to just happen anyway. Yeah. You know, I could because I too get the organic feeling uh of that. And I also feel like as a cast, they're really they they became family. Mm-hmm. Um so along with your acting, it just comes natural. Yeah. Because you know who you're working with. You're connected with who you're working with. And it's almost like you know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know how they're gonna respond to this and who who's to say that you know who knows they probably did i'm sure they did a lot of working with each other outside of being on set yeah um i have a feeling that they might have like hung out a little bit maybe mm-hmm. um and uh we're back at the restaurant and they're getting meals their meals that uh, they ordered but scott's meal was a mistake um he, yeah what was it is it something he was supposed to get the salmon but he got the he trout. ordered right exactly that's exactly what happened he ordered salmon and got the trout is that both not the same thing is that like fish <laughs> they are both fish but they're different types of fish um a trout um a trout is a white fish salmon is a pink fish okay um and they of course they both have the same type of consistency mm-hmm. but uh i think what i i think they might they might just have two different nat- natural tastes okay and that's probably just what separates them but they also have two different costs so oh okay so we we got a factor, you know, that especially at what's the name of the restaurant? The Golden Nugget, the, the, the Golden Palm. No, Golden Palm. Right, 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 right. 
that go to nugget from jesus where did that come from okay um right like that's a restaurant where you where you have to dress up like you're not getting in with gym shoes and jeans on like so and normally they sell fish at market price mm-hmm. um and it depends on what the item is yeah. that determines the price so i felt that <laughs> i felt him on that um and so we we actually find out that scott actually had a heart attack six months ago um and so yeah. he's trying to like watch what he eats um and he had a quadruple i cannot say the word quadruple quadruple bypass surgery yeah quadruple um, bypass surgery yeah um and Cliff was like, why did you come to me for the surgery? I, I just watched it on television. First of all, you could not do that. <laughs> that, that is breaking the laws. <laughs> I'm uh, like, sir, you played so much. Yeah, because you are OBGYN. OBGYN. You're not cardio. Like, it's two different. And then he told him, <laughs> and then he told him, I, I could have did it for half price. Yeah. <laughs> sir. Yeah. Not playing with you. Yeah, no, you're going to jail if if you had gone to him. <laughs> okay. Um, um, and so uh, be, that's basically the sum of that conversation. And we're back at the house, and the TV is back to being loud from what we were like before. Um, and, and the stereo. And the stereo. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about that. I was like, how do you have the stereo and the TV on? That would actually bother me if that was the case. First of all, you running up my light bill. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you running up my light bill. <laughs> Third of all, you not even in the room. Yeah. I come home to it. What's wrong with you? And even Cliff, Cliff comes in and says, we heard you from outside. I wish I would <laughs> walk up in my house and I got my TV and my music blessed. They don't call the police on me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> but teenagers being teenagers. Um, I and, can't. and uh Claire was like, feel at be at home, feel like you're at home. And Jill was like, I was at home until you turn off the television in the stereo. Mm-hmm. See, that's that stuff parents do. <laughs> like as soon as they they meet up and they start trash talking their kid and the parent life, I've witnessed it firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny though, just yeah. just to hear, especially with me not being a parent. It it's yeah. I'm like, oh y'all y'all come home to that every day. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Bless your heart. Um, and Theo comes running, being like, "Who turned off the television?" And then he he, uh, he realized, oh, we have guests. <laughs> so he, he's right, like, like, oh, we got company, my bad. And then he's all like, hey, mom and dad. And then Cockroach comes out with his shaved, <laughs> shaved head. And you look at Claire and be like, and Cliff, and they're like, Claire was the best part. I do not know if I could hold myself that together. I could imagine that if it was me, I would have been like, hold on for one second. Boy, <laughs> I know I'm not your mama. But you run with my son, and I kind of look at you as one of my own. What did you do? 
And not, no, you know what? Not what did you do? I see what you did. Why? What possessed you? Mm-hmm. Like, I would have been running off all the questions. I love the fact that, uh, that Claire kind of stuck with the value that of, of it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. And how much of a village she was. Cause like when they did the video when Vanessa Clara and uh, Janet did that video and she was Oh no, you are not these those three girls that came up in my house and ran upstairs. And, no, uh-uh. Go change that. Unstuff those bras. Give me this. Give me that. And she even said, I can speak for your mamas. When I say to y'all, you ain't gonna be prancing around here looking like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And and it just took me back to the many times that my friend's mom have gotten on us. Yeah. Uh, my best friend Beverly, we've known each other since high school. And when she started driving, her mom would get in the car. If we had uh other friends with us, she'll she'll look in the car and be, hold on, let me see some faces. All right, so I know who y'all with. Okay, cool. Remember these crazy folks is out here. You drive safely. You be cool and be back by the time you're supposed to be back. And then she would ask me, you coming back here here with her or you going back home? Do your mama know that you're coming back here? Do I need to call her? Do I need to ask her if you can come back and stay? Yeah, that'll work out. Yeah, like it, it really just took me back. I love it. And I've, I've, I kind of imagine myself being that way too. Um, and so we figure out why the TV and the stereo was on at the same time. So apparently they can't have pizza in the living room so they were in the kitchen and cockroach wanted to hear the stereo and uh, theo wanted to hear the tv so they had it loud and cliff is like confused and so he goes to scott and be like do you understand what they're saying and he's like yeah you don't allow food in the living room so they got to put the volume loud so that they hear it in the kitchen <laughs> and cliff was like, worse than them <laughs> it, but but it, it made perfect sense to them mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. cliff Cliff asked Cockroach, uh, was this the career opportunity that you were talking about? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, and Theo was like, you know what? I'm going to take Cockroach uh, up to my room to look at some hats to wear <laughs> to cover that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's a real friend. Yeah. <laughs> That's the and, stuff you look back on and laugh about. Yes. Um, and so uh, Scott and Cliff decided to go to the kitchen so they could make tea for the ladies. And so um, they go, and then Jill starts talking about, you know, she wasn't financially prepared when Scott had the heart attack. And, you know, I've been listening to this podcast called Women and Money um, by Susan Orman, I think. And she talks about like, you, you need to have all your papers ready. Like, like not only a will, but you also have to have all these other documents that you're prepared in case of something happens, even if that person doesn't pass away, like they're, they just, they can't uh, communicate. Like they're, you know, if they're in the hospital, mm-hmm, homeless, mm-hmm. you should have. And so when they were talking about that, I was thinking about that. I was like, you, we have to be prepared for any situation like that. Absolutely. You do not want to be blindsided. I've, I've seen and experienced firsthand about how being blindsided by a death 
can affect people, um, how it can affect um, the planning of a funeral, uh, if you don't have life insurance, um, how it can affect um, literally the finalization of your life. If it's not discussed, if things are not handled properly, there should there should be common knowledge, especially when you're in a marriage. I mean, I, I, get, I get it. You know, I, I see how um, how easy it was just for him to be handling finances and stuff like that. But she still should have been made privy to something. She should have known something mm-hmm. outside of how to raise a kid. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, very so, important. So, uh, so Jill has now learned about their finance so with all the things that they have. And Scott promised that he will never have a heart attack again, which that you can never promise. <laughs> yeah, well, I think really he was just uh, promising to, to eat right and do what he was supposed to do. Although, that took well, all the preventative measures. Oh, sorry. Although the mm-hmm. next scene, they start getting a, a pizza box and some chips. How is he eating right? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> See... What I hear is, you know, you you do right during the week, and then you can you afford yourself some time to cheat. That that's just what I hear, you know. Um, not really sure what what it is that the four horsemen that he mentioned um, have a beef with, you know. So it sounded like they're in favor of pizza. And so, potato chips. <laughs> and potato chips. You know, um, maybe they agree with those things. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but men are like children. Well, that's all we see. <laughs> Grown men are like children. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They can't resist themselves when it comes to the stuff that they like. Mm-hmm. Like, outwardly, it's like, her. But inwardly, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so we're back in the kitchen uh, where um, Cliff and Scott, they start to talk the realities of their children. They're not, you know, no Nobel Peace Prize or no A's. Of course. You know, Denise doesn't have a major, you know. Uh, Scott's son is transferred to the fourth college. Um, Right. He said he majored in like what? transportation or something like that which is that what who have, i've never heard of that major it's not he was being overly sarcastic um it's just like <laughs> i used to have a saying um uh when i was in high school like if if you don't it was it was something like if you don't apply to college or if you don't do what you're supposed to um, in high school, then you're going to be attending the University of Concrete and Asphalt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> some people also, I've heard the term Skywalk High. Uh, not sky, Sidewalk High. Mm-hmm. Not Skywalk High, because why would it be Skywalk High? <laughs> sidewalk High. Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. They're, the jokes that they tell on there, I don't know if if I'm just like an old soul, well, I know I'm an old soul, but like 
I should not be understanding that as well as I do. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should have a void of confusion and I don't. It's like, does not compute. Why do I understand this stuff so well? Maybe I should embrace it. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, we talked about the pizza and the potato chips, the fact that he had potato chips up in the chimney. Like, is that, that doesn't sound right. Like, it's in a chimney where the, there's like dirt and stuff like that. You don't want that on your chips. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be my ideal place, but I've been the type of person. See, I'm one of those people where like, if I bought something that is especially for me mm-hmm. and it gets eaten, I'm going to be mad. Right, same. I, I'm with you. <laughs> like, I will fight you. There have been plenty of times that I've bought ice cream and I might not eat it right away. Same. And and so my mom registers, oh, I'm currently hungry. There's ice cream I didn't buy. I'll give her some more. I'll just give her the money or I'll buy her some more, which isn't really a problem. But ask. Don't just up and take my ice cream. <laughs> Ask me first. But also, I've, I've had to get smart with hiding my stuff. Because there have been times where, like, my mouth was set on, like, my favorite snack or something. And then I look up and it's gone. Mm-hmm. So I would have to get strategic with how to hide stuff. I started hiding stuff in plain sight. You got to get real strategic. So like with Cliff, he is trying to be smart because he's being sneaky about eating some food that he's not supposed to have. But we later find out that he's not as sneaky as he is mm-hmm. or as sneaky as he thinks he is because she knows where it is. <laughs> where it is. Mm-hmm. So then that just means that she just lets him be. And she, know, she knows that he knows what he is and isn't supposed to be doing. So it's all up to him very mm-hmm. smart i aspire to be like clear one day <laughs> um and anyways they get caught and also they get beer too so that makes it worse um and they get caught and uh like jill says to scott like i will kill you if you eat that pizza <laughs> and okay and it, like at first he thought like well i'm not gonna die like from a heart attack and he uh, she's like no no I will murder you. That, like, I'm gonna kill you. Like, yeah. stop playing with me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then Claire tells Cliff to put put back those chips up the chimney because uh, <laughs> she, mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, I, the way that she did it." Oh, Claire, <laughs> when you're done, you can put those those potato chips back up the chimney. Right you know, where you, or where you found it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, and it's like, uh, and she like, I already know what you're doing. You thought you you thought you was hiding your chips, but I bet you you're not. And no matter where you move your chips, I'm gonna find out sooner or later. Yeah, and uh, and we end the episode right there. So that's so that's uh, Baldwin the Beautiful, and uh, that name is actually based on the soap opera. Um, the bold, bold and bold beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, and that came out actually in 1987, which is the same year as this episode. Wow, it premiered in that year. 
yeah, it premiered in 1987. That's crazy, because I think it's still on now, right? I, I think so. Uh, let me uh, check that you out. Know, soap operas, you know, yeah, they, they, maybe that, they that's a very forever. underrated industry. They, you they will forever have a job working on the soap, well, as long as they don't kill your character off. <laughs> yeah. You um, know, but... <laughs> yeah, they're, they're still going. It, um, the the recent episode was July second, two thousand twenty one. Um, wow. They they have eight thousand five hundred and fifty two episodes, and it's on CBS. <laughs> my goodness, it, I my earliest memory were me being like three, and I had a babysitter named Miss Turner, and like she's in her nineties now, and. She would have, like, she and I would be watching so many soap operas during the day. Uh, we would be watching, we probably watched Bold and the Beautiful. I know we watched Young and the Restless. Same. But I I for sure know that we watched General Hospital, All My Children, Port Charles, and I think Passion. And then we start, then we watched Jeopardy. Sometimes she would flip between like Maury and like Springer. And sometimes like, sometimes it'll be court. Like mm-hmm. it was typical sick day, go lay down, drink this ginger ale, eat these saltines type type of, of days. And this happened every day yeah. that I was with her. And she was also one of those people that like kept a cake on her table. So we would be sitting up eating cake and watching all of these TV shows. <laughs> While she got a pot of greens going on in her kitchen. Yeah, so yeah, so that's basically where they got the name of the title of this episode. So that's pretty cool. Although if it's on CBS and the Cosby show was on the NBC. I don't know how why they would take it from that other, but they, I've noticed a lot of the titles of these episodes are copied from other shows. So I guess it doesn't matter what network they were on. And aren't NBC and CBS kind of like cousins? I think no. I thought they were rivals. They are. Oh, yeah, because they're CBS, NBC, <clears throat> ABC. Those three. They are like the and long. They're those are the longest running networks. And now we got MSNBC. Oh, goodness gracious. This is too much. Yeah, there's so much other things. Um, and, <sighs> um, another fa- a fun fact that I don't know if you know about this. So, you know, Carl Anthony Payne, he doesn't make it past, I think, season four for this series. Like, he doesn't make it. Right. Like he he, uh, and there has We don't been- see him again until Martin. Yeah, and there's rumors that he got fired because he didn't get a haircut because Mr. Crosby asked for him to have a haircut. So it's ironic that Carl Anthony Payne was fired from the show in the fourth season for refusing a haircut, yet this episode was all about (laughs) the whole... But I think he was wearing a bald... uh, What's it called? A cap? A bald cap for this episode? Yeah, I think... So, like, you you know more uh, better than anybody about how they do with the makeup. So yeah. I think they have like some little It looked it looked like it. It, did, it didn't look like his scalp. I, I'll be honest. Not at all. Not at all. Especially since like the next episode he had a head full of hair. Yeah. So Yeah, that's that's that is ironic. 
I never knew why he didn't really make it far. They they never really make a mention of these transitional characters. Yeah, you know, I, they just transition. Yeah, and I'll say it's a it's a rumor. Like we don't know the the true fact, but I remember oh. um, I was watching it. I don't know if you, it's on YouTube. I think still, but there is the Cosby Show like reunion two thousand. It was like in two thousand two, um, and uh, or is it? Or no, was it something else? I don't know. I saw some 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 kind of clip. It could have been E thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. I remember Alan Payne, who plays um, Lance. Lance. Um, mm-hmm. He he was like saying like yeah, apparently uh, Carl got fired because he wouldn't cut his hair, and so he, that's where I first heard that. So, mm. but but we've never heard it from Carl himself. So. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then I, he might, I'm sure he does like little uh, random cameos in other productions and stuff, but we don't really see him for oh, another on, consistent role. He's on, a, he's on a show right now, actually. You didn't know that? He's on a... I a, think a, I, think a I knew something. It's a Nickelodeon show. It's called Young Dylan. It's by Tyler Perry. Like Tyler, It's a Tyler Perry show. <laughs> but it's for Wait, Nickelodeon. Tyler Perry has a Nickelodeon show? Yeah, it's for kids. <laughs> It's called. Uh, okay, time to secure the bag. I think it's, uh, it's called Tyler Perry's Young Young Dylan, and it's about this little boy. Wow. <laughs> and okay. Carl, Carl plays the father. Oh well, I have to check it out then because I, you know, he was. What was he on? Carl was on some movie that I can't think of right now. Um, oh. and that was pretty much the last time that I saw him. But from the Cosby Show, I don't think we really see him again. Until he plays Cold on Martin. Yeah, after after f- the fourth season of the sh- uh, show, yeah, he'll be on yeah. Martin. Yeah, yeah. And that lasted a couple of seasons, and I think Martin is. I know it's on BT Plus. Mm-hmm. And Roku. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then uh, another fun fact is that the name Scott Kelly is a combination of the names of the characters Cosby and Culp. Who, uh, Robert Culp is the, the the white dude um played in their TV show I Spy. Robert Culp's character was named Kelly Robertson and Bill Cosby's character was named uh, Alexander Scott. So apparently that's they took, it, they took it from the show. Oh, that's cute. I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the stuff I find on the internet. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't know about this either. Oh, that's cute. I like that. So uh, the guest stars for this uh, episode was Robert Culp, who plays Scott Kelly. Uh, he did mm-hmm. pass away in March of 2010 at the age of 79. Oh. But as I said, he played. He was with Bill Cosby for the show I Spy, um, mm-hmm. and he also went end up on on the an episode of Cosby as Scott Kelly again um, in a title episode called My Spy. I don't know. I've never seen the show, so I wouldn't. I I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Okay, because I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I, I was going to ask if he was part of the birthday episode, but I don't remember seeing him on the birthday episode. Yeah, I don't know. But that's what it says on IMBD. <laughs> so, um, okay. Um, and then Anna Rinkton played Jill Kelly. Uh, she passed away December uh, 2020. So literally six months, Dang. or I guess eight months ago now at the age of 71. I'm, I'm, I'm curious if it was a COVID-related death or if it was something else. 
Yeah, um, rest in peace. Yeah, and she she mostly did Broadway, and the Cosby Show was her last TV show appearance, actually, as an actor. Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, and then we had Carl Anthony Payne as Cockroach, and we had Anna Zion. I think that's how you say her last name as Lana. Um, she doesn't do anything else besides this show. She hasn't done any other acting. I was kind of thinking about that the other day. Like, I wonder if Lana uh, or the girl who played Lana uh, ever went on to do some stuff. No. Because I was recently doing some research and uh, found Winnie from The Cosby Show. Oh, yes. Someone sent me that. She's, But she's not doing acting, I believe, right? No, she's regular regular dagger. I want to say she's a... um, a therapist now oh, okay or something she's doing something um and she she has a website and she mentions that she was on a major uh network tv show but she doesn't name what the show is <laughs> i'm like girl you're really vague like <laughs> we we can't tell that you're winning like you were a kid yeah <laughs> like this was 30 years ago. Oh, like, you don't the, look the same 30 years the ago. Kid, the kid that plays Nelson, he looks the same. Like, as, like, because I... He I, does not age. He, because he, I remember he was in the, in the... He was he, Lanny on Lizzie McGuire. Yes. No, he, was, he wasn't. No. No. He was on Bring It On they, with they, uh, Solange. Solange knows. I he was. Um, I used to get him and Lanny mixed up. He's not Lanny. Um... But he's also he was on other things. I swear on a lot he's of He's played little random roles. Yeah, he was even on Even Stevens. Yes. So like he, I recognize him. Like, and I don't know if he still does acting now, but um. he does. Um, I actually I saw him on Twitter. He made a post. There's like four shows that he featured on. He was saying Cosby Show, Living Singles, um. And two other well-known shows that I can't think of right now. Um, he was like, I featured on all of those shows before I was seven. And then he mentioned how he's still going on with acting. Now he has a beard. And, um, he's like, he actually, he got, he pretty fine, actually. <laughs> um, he, he, yeah. And so the lesson for this episode, I think, is never shave your head for a music video i think that's <laughs> the lesson you know any, think things through first you know it there's so many takeaways from this um also from the scott kelly per- perspective don't let stuff stress you out mm-hmm. um take some time to relax um from the standpoint of i guess adulthood and relationships and marriages and stuff like that like you know know where your stuff is mm-hmm. um always be prepared stay ready so that you don't have to get ready yeah that's what i'll end it with yes stay perfect. ready so you don't have to get ready that is a perfect saying um and i think like a question that i ask is you know have you ever done something drastic to your body because this is all about hair and your body <laughs> for to impress someone or to do a career opportunity i haven't done anything have you um not to impress anyone or for a career opportunity 
But um, there was one time where I called myself was trying to learn how to shape my eyebrows. And I ended up looking like Dr. Spock from Star Trek. <laughs> he has short eyebrows and yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was that noticeable until I went around my family and my aunt was like, excuse me, what happened to your eyebrow? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, dang, you have to call me out like that. Like, can we talk in private? <laughs> it was crazy, but I think, is that the most craziest thing that I've done? Mm, might have been. Yeah, I'm going to go with that because I can't <laughs> think of anything else. I've done a lot of crazy stuff, but I can't think of anything else related to that. Yeah, I haven't really, I haven't got a tattoo or anything like that to, or any shaving for any, to impress anyone. So I haven't, nope, I haven't done it, but I, I, I want the listeners, to, I want to hear from you guys using the hashtag bald and the beautiful and let us know if you've done something crazy for a career opportunity like Cockroach and Theo. <laughs> let us know. Absolutely. Um, thank you again for coming on. Uh, where can people reach you at? Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure when we have our time together. I really feel like I need to like book a flight. Like it's not fair that we haven't met face to face yet, but it's coming. It's going to happen. But you can find me on Twitter at I love them 90s, capital I, capital L, capital T, nine zero, lowercase s. Um, you can find me on Instagram at damn girl, you know, everybody. Uh, it's spelled phonetic, phonetically correct. Um, you can find me on TikTok at Shiny Showbiz. I haven't done much on the TikToks yet. I'm still learning. So if you have any tutorials, you guys can throw on my way. Um, yeah, that's about anywhere that anybody pays attention to me on. So, yeah. Uh, well, that's thank about you. It. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, and we're going to have you back, of course, like usual. Um, and so absolutely. I look forward to it. I hope you all have a great day, night, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you all on the next one. Bye.